Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Loyalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. pray. Lift your hands wherever you are. Let us pray. Father, thank you for bringing us together. Thank you for bringing us into your presence. Your presence is where we long to be. We give you glory. We give you praise. We exalt. We adore you. We hallow you. As we come before your word, speak to us. Speak to us. Speak to us in a way that will understand. Holy Spirit, we yield ourselves completely to you. And we say, let your will be done. Let your glory be seen. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Well, you may be seated in the presence of God. What's happening? What's happening? You. Two. All right, all right, all right, all right. How's everybody doing? Okay, wow. It's good to see everybody. Um, I believe that tonight God will speak to you. Say amen. If you are expecting God to speak to you, say amen. Wonderful. We've been talking about how to become great or keys to greatness. Is that not so? Wow. And uh, we've mentioned a couple of things. Um, let's read a piece of scripture and then we'll know where we are and then we'll see from there. Philippians chapter number 2. Philippians 2 from verse number 5. The Bible says, let this mind be in you, as was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, taught it not robbery to equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon himself the form of a servant and was made in the likeness as men. And being, in the, being found in the fashion of man, he humbled himself and became obedient, even obedience unto death, even the death on a cross. Bible says, wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name above all names, that at the mention of that name Jesus Every knee shall bow of things in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. Hallelujah. Wonderful. We've looked at Abraham. We've looked at Isaac. How they became great. Abraham and Isaac became great simply by obedience. They just obeyed what God asked them to do. And we talked extensively about obedience. And I remember many of you said you were obedient until we looked at the different levels of obedience. And you saw that your obedience was only up to level five. But there are actually 12 different levels when it comes to obedience. Some of you survived and made it to six. <laughs> yeah. Obedience to instructions that are bizarre. Yeah. We saw that. Look, if you, there are some of us, if you give us an instruction and it's complex, we don't do well at all. 
That's when we look at the famous example when God said to Abraham that he should circumcise every male in the camp. Old men circumcised all of them. And he came and said, ah, you know something? God has said I should cut everybody here. And then he lined them up and he took a stone and he started to cut. You can imagine how it felt like on that day the people's fathers and it's not like a private session look we are cutting it come on put it here pam, pam. blood all over the place do you get it uh-huh. so in obedience there are levels but if we are ready to obey god through our obedience god will make us great amen, amen. we also talked about humility is that not so? Now, tonight I want to look at how Jesus became great. And you will see already from the scripture we have read that Jesus had, had already demonstrated two of the things we are talking about. Bible says that although he was equal with God, he thought it not robbery. He, he didn't take it like, oh, okay, that's it. But he made himself of no reputation, which is humility, and took upon himself the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men or as men. He degraded himself or he downgraded himself. Then the Bible says he humbled himself and became obedient. So already we can see humility there. We can see obedience there. Hallelujah. Then, Bible says, when he did these things, God said, look, let me lift you up. I see somebody being lifted up. As you humble yourself, God will lift you up. There's a famous song, humble yourself by the side of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Humble yourself He shall lift you up. He shall lift you up. He shall lift you up. All you do is humble yourself by the side of the Lord, and He shall lift you up. So when we humble ourselves the next thing that happens is a lifting up. You know, look, there are people who do all the things that are required to be great in life, but just the pride and the pump just makes you, it brings you down. Do you see? Bible says God resists proud people. When you are proud, your opponent is God. Perhaps we are struggling with things in our lives because of our pride. So we have made ourselves an opposition to God. We have chosen an opponent we cannot battle. And that opponent is God. Yeah. But if we will humble ourselves, God himself will lift us up. The Bible says because of that, God has given him a name above every name. I don't know what your name is. There are some names when they are mentioned, you see that, yes, this is a name. Do you get it? When they mention the name, the name opens doors. There are some places when you go, so this person sent me immediately, doors start to open for you. It may not be your name, but as soon as you use it, doors begin to open for you. Are you, are, are you believing God to give you this type of name? Yeah. Then be ready to do what will bring you great. Yeah. I mean, in our country, a name like Mandela is a very powerful name. Yeah. The Mandelas, the Mbekis, the Zumas. And 
Of course, some of the names, they are all over the place. So, when they mention, you don't know which one. Uh Uh-huh, you know. Yes. Yeah, so. Yeah. They ask which clan, which clan. So, they are are sure whether we are talking of the same from where, you you know. Uh Uh-huh, you never know. Now, tonight... I want us to look at one very important key. I just want to introduce it. We're having a short service. But I want to introduce it and then we'll continue next week. Bible says Jesus, he made himself of no reputation. Then he took upon himself the form of a servant. Once upon a time, Jesus was asked, his disciples, which of us is the greatest? And he explained to them that the greatest among us is the one who serves. The one who chooses to become a servant is the greatest. I'm sure it puzzled them so much. They are like, oh, I thought it was Peter because usually he's always shouting in the place and talking. So I thought it was Peter. Jesus said, no, no, no. It's the one who serves. So serving or becoming a servant is actually a door to greatness. Every great person you know has once upon a time served somebody. Every great person you know. Throughout my ministry, I've been serving various people. Throughout. Serve this person, serve this person, serve this person. That's all. Serving. Because serving brings you into greatness. Bible says, if you are not faithful with that which is another man's, who will give you that which is yours? God will first test you how you will handle what is another man's before he will give you what's really yours. You don't want to serve anybody you want to always be served. You will never go up. Yeah, that's, that's actually it. It's not a care. It's not like, it's not something you say, you should say, mercy. No, 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 no. I'm saying, anyone who doesn't want to serve anybody will never go up. Because the way to go up is by helping somebody go up. In your time that you are down, you are serving somebody. So God lifts you and places you high. In Matthew 25, the Bible shows us three guys who had the opportunity to serve. That is the famous parable we call the parable of the tats. The Bible tells us that a certain man was going on a journey and he caught his servants and he delivered unto them his talents or his money. To one of them he gave five. To another he gave two, and to another one, each one according to their several abilities. And straight away he took his journey. He gave these three guys, each of them, according to what they could handle, the scope they could could contain. He gave to them talents, which was an opportunity to serve, and to serve him. Bible says, when he went away, the one who had received five served diligently with the five. You will remember that he didn't call his shareholders. He didn't call his stakeholders. He didn't call his managers. He called his servants. The group of people he called, their title was servants. He didn't call his rich people. He didn't call his president. He called his servants. Now, little did they know that that thing of delivering unto them talents was an opportunity for them to come into greatness. He was giving each of them an opportunity to be great. Each of them. Equal opportunity. 
the number of talents may be different, but he was giving them an equal opportunity to be great. So the Bible says, he delivered unto them his talents. Maybe in total, he had only eight talents. I want to believe so. He had eight talents. So he said, okay, how do I give it to them? Then he saw this one. This one can multitask. So let me give her five of the talent. This one can also multitask, but not as good as this one. If I give her a lot, it will confuse her. I mean, if you look, I mean, recently I saw another video of a man with numbers. And, I mean, it was unbelievable. You see, do do you get it? So it's like, if I'm to give this one three talents or four talents, I will will confuse her. So she can handle two. Then he gave two to this one. Then he took and said, okay, this one, when you give him, I've been watching over the years, when you give him one thing to do, he stays with it. And he does it very, look, the man didn't have a bad mind. No. He takes that one thing. There are people that, if you give them one job and you leave them with that one job, they will do it very well. A problem comes when you add other things, they don't know when they are there. It's like, which one should I focus on? Then you come and cause a mess. So, one. So he said, This one, you just take this one talent. I know your ability. He gave to every man according to their several abilities. He analyzed them one by one at what they would do well with, and he gave them the talents. Little did they know that it's their chance to be great. So the one who got five, he said, wow, I've been giving five. Look, sir, the man was very wicked. He gave this one more than this one. Let me put it to you in another way. He called the first one and he gave the first one five different jobs to do. And he gave the second one two jobs to do. And he gave the last one one job to do. Now, who was the one who was fortunate then? The one with one job, very little to do. Very little to do. Very, very little to do. When it's time, Bible says, and after a long time, the Lord of these servants came. After a long time, he came and he let them come give account. Now, this guy who had received five, was now supposed to give account for five different things. Accounting, law, building, physics, and some chemistry. Supposed to give account. So I'm sure the meeting was a very long meeting. So, okay, what have you done with the money? So, yeah, so we did this. Okay, how about the laws? Have you broken any tax laws? Have you met all the tax the accounts for the tax part? Then, okay, how about architecture? Account for all these things. These are questions that this one will never be asked to answer. But fortunately for the guy who had five, when he came, he answered, he accounted for all the five talents and proved to the boss that I have gained five more. I've expanded in five different areas. The master said, ah, you have served. He said, well done. Good and faithful servant. Which means you have served very well and faithfully. He says, come, I'm going to make you Lord over ten cities. They move him from talents, small jobs, five souls, basentes to be put in charge of cities. Many of us, we are just praying, believing God that, look, we will just get one house to be our house where we are in charge. Somebody is being put in charge of cities, ten cities. 
Tell me that that is not greatness. Then the second one also came. He said, oh, these are the two areas you you asked me to look after. Security and employment. When it comes to security, this is how faithfully I have served. When it comes to employment, this is how also I have, what and what I have done. And the good news is that I have gained two more, Mr. Kariba. I have gained two more. Hey, Amani, is that you? Yeah, you are looking like Mr. Kariba. I couldn't see you. I couldn't see you very well. Sava? Okay, good. It's you. No, with this response, I'm sure it's you. It's not an imposter. Then they said to the one who had done also, oh, you have done very well. I'm now putting you in charge of four cities. Then guess what? The one who did not want to serve. And the master knew. That's why he gave him one. Because if the master had given him two, he'd have destroyed two full areas of the business. He came, he said, Master, I know you. That thou art a hard man. When it comes to us to serve, we start coming up with excuses, reasons. I am tired. Sometimes you have wives who don't want to serve. Yeah. I'm tired. We all just came from church. And you say you want to eat. We are all tired. We are all tired. Just eat with a bix. Eat with a bix. Mr. Husbandman, eat with a bix. Then you start quoting scriptures that have nothing to do with you. Man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word. Look, man shall not live by bread alone means that man shall live by bread and something else. Ah! It means man shall live by bread and something else. Yeah. He said, drink some tea and go and sleep. Meanwhile, the Zulu house help is there. She's smiling. When the man says, I want salad, she'll smile. She will even check the test. Then she will come in and she's already, you know, she's, she's, she's a Zulu. I mean, let's be serious. She's a Zulu. So then she can't Meanwhile, you, madam, you are lying in the bed snoring. (laughs) Sometimes even you are not asleep. You are on your phone. After the Zulu house help has finished making the food, and he's brought it to come and then you say, can I taste your mouth? <laughs> oh God. The guy said, we know you, you are a wicked man. You gather where you have not strawed. You want to reap where you have not seen. Because of that, I decided that I will not save. The man looked at him and he said, Hey, wicked guy. Even the small blessing we are bringing for you won't give you again. We won't even give you again. We are going to make you great. But now look at, look, look, look at some very bad attitude. Many people don't want to save. Unfortunately, yet they want to be great. Go into the Bible. You will see all the people. Elijah had to serve Elijah. Elijah, he poured water on Elijah's hands. Anytime Elijah had finished eating pap, he wants to wash his hands. Elijah will bring water. 
pour the water. Then. Hmm. Wash his hands. Save. Save. When Moses was around, Joshua was saving. Saving, save. There was a day even they were fighting. Most Joshua them are the ones who went ahead to go and do the fighting. Eh? But if he really wants to build the, the, the leader, why doesn't he come and fight? He has sent us to go. Sent you to go. It's your chance to show yourself faithful as a good and a proper servant. So that you will qualify to be great. Yeah, qualify to be great. David was going to be king. He was, all he knew was how to throw stones at animals. Fight with, with lions and all the, he, he was a totally bush boy. Yeah, throw, he, he used to throw stones at people. So when he saw Goliath, the first thing that came to his mind was to throw a stone at him. Yeah. I mean, they were there when they heard that David had killed Saudi. When they asked what happened, they said he had thrown a stone to kill a guy called Goliath. Yeah, and we saw David recently. He had killed Goliath. He was sitting on top of Goliath's head. Yeah. Seriously. So, God was going to make this David guy king. He looked at him and said, this guy, if you bring him to the palace, he'll just be throwing stones <laughs> at the people of Israel. Let's give him some training. So they brought him to Saul's palace as a servant to serve. Sometimes servants see things that if you are if you are a boss there you will never see. Yeah, you will never see. I mean, how would you see it? You are a, 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 a board member. This is the CEO. Every dealings with you is business. Yeah. Dealings with you. They deal with you by email. Email. Send you an email. You reply by email. But the secretary, the PA, when he gets to the office, he's not wearing socks. The PA will say, boss, should I bring you the socks? I think that we should keep some of the socks in the office. Because I... I, I Please, don't be angry, boss. I, I'm not trying to be proud, do you see? But I, I think that the socks you look nicer, do you see? So, let's buy some of the socks. And I see that usually you leave home in a rush. So, you forget the socks. So, let's buy some and put it in the office. So, the day you arrive that, you see? <laughs> do you get it? Then we use this one. Then you say, oh, eh, good, 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 good. Yeah. Yeah. No comb. <laughs> he will come to, he has arrived, he has not even combed his hair. He's looking like a madman. Then the PA will say, boss, the comb, this is the comb, can you please? Then he will when he comes, he's looking very nice. The, the servant is the one who has made him look so nice. When people become, oh, we like this, your haircut. Then he will remember that, hey, even when I was coming, I had no comb my hair. Hey, God bless this PA. God bless this PA. Yes, I can see from your faces all your bad minds. And so, pastors, you are saying, don't you think that? No, it's because your mind is bad. Yeah, because your mind is bad. Yeah. Your mind is bad. Yeah. Many people don't want to serve. Even in the church, you meet people, they don't want to serve anybody. They don't want to help build something that, unless you put them in charge, no. Unless they are in charge, they will never give their best. 
Recently, we were looking at Facebook. My wife was trying to show me on Facebook. Somebody was an assistant pastor who has now been made head pastor. Come and see Facebook postings of pictures. Now the church has become visible. So my question was, where were you when the other pastor was there? Why didn't you rise up and do this thing that you now feel that it's a church growth strategy? Why didn't you employ and deploy it when you were the assistant? Why? But the mind is that, oh, since if I am doing it, oh, no, then, then I just redraw. We'll look. Let's look at our man. Let's see what our man is going to do. We are just watching our man. Let's see what he's going to do. No. Everywhere that I've had a chance to, to, to serve at, at least as far as I'm concerned, I've given them my best. Yeah. I remember one of my birthdays. When I woke up, it was my birthday. No, no, no. When I woke up, that day was my birthday. And some people had planned they are going to have a surprise party or whatever they call it. One of these type of surprise things. And this, look, I was working from morning. Working. I worked and worked and worked and worked. Then finally, they arrested me to the venue of the surprise. When I got there, I looked left and I said, you guys, you have one hour. Yeah, that's what I told her. I said, you have one hour. After one hour, I'm gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started with a threat. I told them. No, I told them, listen. I, don't, I really don't have time for what I'm doing. But because of your effort, you have one hour. And your one hour starts now. Then I started to do a countdown. They did this, did this, did this, did this, did this. One hour, Billy. I said, guys. God loves you and so do I. They couldn't believe it. The first time food entered into my mouth on that my birthday was at midnight. At midnight. I mean like after my birthday. Into somebody else's birthday. Then food entered into my mouth the first time. Why? I was a servant to somebody. Give them my best. Yeah. You, when you get a chance to serve, that's when all your attitudes come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we have visitors and we call people, church visitors. God, come and help, serve, help with this. Usually we are watching them. Some of them are not pleasant. They don't have the gift. Yes, they are carrying the tea, but... Usually we are watching. You will realize that the next time you are not invited again. You sing praises in the church. Be in the church and sing praises. <laughs> yeah. But some, look, some people's, even, some, even, even sometimes by just your posture, you cannot be asked to do anything. You have arrived. We are going to water has poured on the floor. We are mopping. You are wearing white, white. I mean, I would be very wicked to say with your white, white, white shoe, white pants, white shirt. I can't even say such a thing. Sometimes even you have made yourself elderly. Elderly. I mean too much, too much elderly. Yeah. Next week we are going to look at 12 signs of a good servant. You have made yourself too elderly. It's like you are grandfather's father. Grandfather's father. 
We cannot even ask you to do it. No, I mean, who are we? Who are we to ask you to do something? Well, I mean, we can't, we can't ask. I mean, we can't ask. Yeah. And sometimes you are not that old. Recently, I found out the age of one of the people I work with. I said, ah, but this guy is a small boy. Hey, I mean, the way it was, it, it presupposed that he's about 10 years older than the rest of us. Then something led to something which led to another thing which revealed the numbers. I was like, ah! Even when Hector Peterson was killed, you were not born. I look at her and say, ah, oh no. So sometimes you have made yourself even oof, so, sometimes you have even made yourself overly diplomatic. Overly. You, you know, as for diplomacy, we like it. Because there are some places without diplomacy, you can't. But you have made yourself overly. Yeah. It's unfortunate that I have to use wipes, but you have gone to do long nails, long acrylic. What, what are the type of nails that exist? If I give me the nails, what are acrylic? Gel, gel is which one? This one is gel. Wow. Please bring it and let's see. Please, this one is gel. Gel. So, brothers, if you don't know, these are not her nails. This is gel. Okay, good. Then, which one? Let's see. Zantozi eh. Kezawi. This is one. Acrylic. And which other one exists? Full power. Acrylic is the same as full power. Oh, okay. So you have that. Which one is tips? Acrylic. Which one is the expensive one? Gel. Oh, so this one is like what we call in Zulu Obunyaya. Okay. So you have gone to do gel, gel, long like this. Hot tips. Coffin shape. Coffin shape tips. Wow. Brothers, look, it's not everything that we know, I tell you. Merlin, did you know these things? Coffin shape tips. Or open. Stilettos. Still, Mela, they said stilettos. I thought they were just shoes. Stilettos. So if you have come with this, your stilettoic nails. Or stilettotic nails. What? We can't even ask you to cut onions. Down. Because of that hairstyle, you can't even move your neck. I mean, you can't move your neck. So, when your husband touches you, say, hey, tomorrow is Sunday. Please, my hair. Please, my hair. Please, my hair. Listen, Jesus served into greatness. Any company you see today that is doing well, they provide a service. Yeah, by the service, that's how they become great. If we will learn to serve, because there's a time that you must serve. You have to serve your way into greatness. You don't just arrive into greatness. No, you don't. You don't just arrive into greatness. 
Maybe you are, you are a branch pastor, you are a basenta leader, you are a... I was speaking to an assistant pastor recently, and I told him, listen, all this time that you are helping your pastor to build a church, you are buying for yourself a grace. Let me tell you something about church growth. This is, this is a secret that many people don't know. Church growth is a grace. Yeah. It's not even necessarily by what you do. You have to be diligent with what you are doing, but it's not by it. It's a grace. And it's a grace that is upon various people. You buy into it. So when you buy into it, God decides, okay, you have bought enough. Then he gives you church growth. So you see a church, two churches, they are all doing the same things. One is growing, one is not growing. And you ask yourself, what are these ones doing wrong? They are not doing anything wrong. Just grace for it has not come. So usually when I see people trying to be, to, to, be, to do something too much about church growth, I begin, they, they look very funny to me. It's a grace you buy into. Sometimes all your effort will be to help somebody's church to grow. All your effort. And I gave the person an example. I said, Look at, look, look at Bishop Saki. Look at Bishop Eddie. They all these years, they've been working towards helping Bishop to establish this ministry. Yes! I said what? Yes! Decades! 25 years of helping Bishop to build this ministry and build a big church. In that same time, other people, founders, were building their churches. Then suddenly, Bishop said, Guys, you know something? Let's all go and start afresh. So he goes to First Love to start. Bishop Eddie goes to airport to start. And Bishop Saki goes to what we know as the tent on fire to start. Go and see these churches three years, four years. Far churches. Do you understand far? Not big churches, oh. The church is far. Do, do you get it? It's like when you stand in front of the church, the back of the church is far. And the church is full to the back. So you see people up to a point, then from there you just believe God that the people who are sitting there is not decoration, it's human beings. So once a while, when you are not sure, then you say, those of you at the back say amen. They say, amen. So wow. They are even more than the people in the front. Yeah. Today, Bishop Saki, Bishop Eddie, them, they are pastoring churches which are far bigger than people who started to do their own church 25 years ago. It's like the church is growing like magic. Yeah. Boom. Why? They were buying into the grace upon Bishop's life to make a church work and a church grow. So when they started, what it's taking you 25 years to put together, they put to Look, the tent on fire in one year it has crossed 1,000. This our church, how old is it? We are in our eighth year. We are still not crossed 500. Somebody starts a church. One year, 1,000. One year, 1,000. Wauzi was a bumbo. And I explained to the assistant pastor, I said, listen, what they are doing is not magical. It's a grace. God has, as they are going to church, God has looked at all the 25 years that they were busy assisting Bishop and helping him build the church and everything. And God said, you know something? As for this church, everybody in this area go to that church. So I'm sure Sunday morning, God wakes up with a fan. And he just said, and then every... People wake up, they think they are going to the stadium. Then they just walk. When they enter to the church, they say, hey, where is this? <laughs> and it's nice here. I like it. I like it. I like this place. And then they stay there. They stay there. 
Yeah, it's a grace. So I told the pastor, you are serving, serve well. You are, percenter leader, serve well. Center leader, serve well. Branch pastor, serve well. You are buying into something great. You have no idea. Yeah. This guy, he was here with us. Before he even came here with us, he was in his place in Popomeni, happy. He was the king of kings and the lord of lords of the whole Popomeni. They take an offering they give to him. One day I was driving with Bishop Larry from the airport and we said something happened. So based on what happened, we said, let's re-strategize our church so that the devil never catches us off guard. So we're talking to him. Okay, good. This is what we are going to do. We are going to bring him from Popomeni to the main church where he's the king of kings. To the main church. And we are going to send this guy there. So as we were getting closer to Marisberg, we called the two of them, come, come with your wives. And they appeared. When they appeared, they said, you know something? You go this way, you go this way. Finish. When we finish everything, we say, God loves you, eh? So do I. Sure, he was confused. What was that? Sunday, he packed his things and he came here. The other guy went there. Then we were here. As we were here, one or two things, then we decided again. You know something? You, the same guy, go back to Popobin. Other guy, Come back to the center. He found out in a meeting. We just came. Hey, so, you know something? We are. We, let, let's make some changes in the church. Okay, you are now. You are now back in Popomeni. He had a shock. He was just in there. <laughs> Did you know that you are back in Popomeni? Sunday, back to Popomeni. Other guy to the center. Okay. To Popomeni. Smiling. Happy. No, no, not even one feeling of when you meet him, it's like, hey, what is this that you guys have done to me? So, 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 Rev, please, can you explain to me? What, what did I do? What, what is there? Please, Rev, I'm not trying to disrespect you, but can I ask you a question? What what did that? Actually, the answer is, uh, I want to know my future. Your future is what you are seeing. (laughs) What did I do? Actually, you have not done anything. No, No, but do you think we are scared of you that if you do something, we can't tell you? So since we have not told you that you have done this, it means you have not done anything. No, just, just go happily back to Popomeni. One day I sat with Bishop. I said, this guy is displaying a certain character trait, which is a trait for greatness. Not many people can do what he's doing. I told Bishop, I said, not me. The last time he came here, I said, not many people can do this thing. So go here, then you go. Come back. Go back. Come back. Go back. Look, Mr. Pastor, decide which church you want me to be. The decision is that you are going there. And you can come back and go there again. That's the decision. That's all. I said, this guy, I told you, this guy is displaying a certain character trait, which is for greatness. Sometimes we can't say because you can't be corrected. I think I should close. No, no, I think I should close. Because my time is up. I should close with this one. Yeah, because you can't be corrected. Yeah, who betides us to say that 
The coffee you made is cold. Make another one. Now, coffee is drunk hot. So if it's cold, Gail, is it iced tea? We want to drink it hot. And it is now cold. The water has been in the kettle the whole week. The last time we were here was last Sunday. One week later, make tea, then you just come back. So after you have made the tea, if we say, you know something, change, did you change the water? No, please. Change the water and make a fresh coffee. Why didn't you say it before? Look, the coffee is not yours. The sugar you put in is not yours. The milk you put in is not yours. All you are giving is your service. You see, the way... The, I, I am part of a group. I, say, I tell them, I say, send pictures. Pictures. They would never send pictures. Look, never. So recently I told them, since you guys hate pictures so much, let us now play the numbers game. So I'm about to change the name of the group to the numbers game. Yeah. I said, let's, you don't send any, let's down numbers. Let's play them because you don't like pictures. You hate pictures. So send numbers. You, you can't correct them. As soon as you correct the person once, they'll give you an attitude for 21 days. 21 day attitude. Yeah, 21 days. 21 day attitude. And sometimes you correct them, they won't talk to you for the whole year. Yeah, they'll never talk to you. No, they won't talk to you again. No, it's true. Brother Zoe. They won't talk to you again. You have become public enemy number one. Yet you want to be great. I said they will not talk to you. I mean, you have come, your hairstyle is, is destructive. And the brother looks at this hairstyle and he says, This hairstyle is kakabungam. <laughs> Have you heard that story before? One day, I'm closing on the story. One day, a pastor finished preaching. And when he finished preaching, the assistant pastor came. He took the microphone and he came up. And when he came up, he said, This message is kakabunga. What is kakabungam? <laughs> what is kakabungam? Is it a good word? Is it a bad word? What does it mean? Say it's kakabungam. So the brother looks at this hairstyle and says that this hairstyle is kakabungam. <laughs> eh? You have not even married me. Look at the comment you are making about my hairstyle. <laughs> are you the one who's paying for it? Do you know how much it cost? Do you know how long it took the, the lady at the saloon to do the hair? Not counting how long it took me to wait before my turn. Now you are telling me that this hairstyle is kakabunga. Do you understand kakabunga? This hair, it was brought all the... It is Brazilian hair, Okay. It is although it's written made in China, it was it was a Chinese Brazilian who made it. From that day, he won't make any comment about your hair anymore, whether it's nice, whether it's not nice. No comment. The day he gets a chance to escape, he will escape. Yeah. 
So church of God, let us learn from Jesus. Bible says he took unto himself the form of a servant. It's not like they made him a servant. He took unto himself. Therefore, you choose to serve. Once you decide to serve, you're on your way to greatness. Choose to be a Lord. You will see that God will bring you down. Yeah, God will bring you down. Service is beautiful. Anybody who serves, oh, it always brings an attraction. The person is serving nicely. They say, oh, this one, let's choose this one. Let's not choose this one. Let's choose this one. Yeah. So choose to serve. Galatians chapter 5, Paul is speaking and he's talking about the liberty in the church. And he says to the people, by love or with love, let us serve one another. God expects us to serve one another. Yeah, serve one another. You want to be great, learn to serve. Next week, God willing, we will look at signs of a good servant. My prayer is that when those signs are looked at, you will be ready. You see, I don't, I don't expect that you have all those signs. But we will readily accept the signs and we'll begin to practice them. We'll begin. Because I'm sure of you are oh, but as for me, I serve, I serve our husband, I've been serving, I've been serving, I've been serving, I'll serve him, I'll serve him anyway. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next week. Because the fact that tonight you are going to serve him rice doesn't necessarily mean that you are serving him. Because maybe it's not rice that he wants to eat. It's just being polite. It's not rice that he wants to eat. So if anybody can say, oh, did you serve? Oh, I serve. But he didn't want rice. You serve rice. I pray for all of us that God will give us the grace to go through it and rise into greatness. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer quickly as we close. Lift your hands wherever you are and pray and say, Lord, help me. 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 Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted up. Our prayer and our heart cry is we want to be like Jesus. want to be like Jesus. Who, though he was in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal to God. But he made himself of no reputation and took upon himself the form of a servant. Help us to take upon ourselves the form of servants. People who are serving. People who serve. And with love, help us to serve one another. Your word declares that wherefore you gave him a name that is higher than any name. That at the mention of that name, every name shall bow. As we serve, bring us into your greatness. In the name of Jesus, lift us up and exalt us in your own way. We give you glory. We give you praise. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. amen. Say a nicer amen. amen. Wow.
how many of us will be servants? From today, you will serve at your workplace, at home. Some of you don't even want to make a cup of tea for your parents. Hey! But you will serve. Next week, we'll look at it much deeper. What a good servant is. God loves you, and so do I. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.